0: While we talk about compliance with law, there's also the human factor or the human element of privacy. At the end of the day, the law is for the humans to protect privacy of citizens. And nowadays, especially in the view of pandemic, we hear stories. And of course, I have not checked because I didn't go to China and check. But you hear stories, you see videos and everything saying there is an interesting evolution wherein what is happening is people are creating cameras, which are monitoring temperatures. Then there's the artificial intelligence, which makes correlations. And then we have IDs of people. And I saw a very scary video of Wuhan, how it's being tackled. Uh, And then it looks like on the borderline of what is right and what is ethical. And how do you see this is possible in China? This is being done in China. I hear Yesterday, that also in Russia, there is something very similar being done. Is that something feasible, practical in Europe or with GDPR?
1: Very interesting question. Uh, your question touched on troublesome aspects. Right. Uh, yes, especially regarding the processing of personal data. Yes. I think that uh, we do not need special pandemic law on the protection of personal data because in Europe we have the GDPR. Right. Uh, in this, uh, in in the last days, I I heard people talking about uh, the needing of new legislation. I don't believe that this is the uh, the, the the right way. Thus, yep. nothing Nothing has changed than before. However, uh, we cannot ignore the Directive 2002-58 uh, uh, AC, well known as the uh, e-Privacy Directive, right. where Article 15 says that the member states may adopt legislative measures to restrict the scope of rights and obligations provided for some Article of the same directive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, hence, if a member states want to address the pandemic by also using technical control systems on the, on the people to monitor their movements and so avoiding to uh, avoiding any widespread of the outbreak, should approve and ad hoc law strictly related to this topic. Who wants to develop apps, for example, by using cameras or artificial intelligence solutions should respect the GDPR anyway, starting from the data protection by the design by default principle, according to Article 25 of the same GDPR. I think that it is possible to evaluate other same initiatives adopted in other countries. I refer to the South Korea, but not merely replicating them in Europe without considering the rules laid down by the GDPR. In my personal view, mm-hmm. I welcome the innovation and development of technical solutions still it is necessary to evaluate the impact of them on the protection of personal data in the current in the correct balance between fundamental rights human value and human dignity from a side and public needs from the other side while opting for ethical ethically sustainable technologies Um, I think that uh, it is evident to us the China experience, by the use of cameras and facial recognition, recognition on people, to realize a generalized, generalized, full citizens tracing system. Yeah. I think that uh, yes, I think that uh, it is not a democratic manner, and it is against the fundamental rights laid down by the EU. Charter of Fundamental Rights, indeed. So this is is the situation in Europe.
0: Yeah, I think the complexity comes, as you rightly say, the balance. There's the legal aspect of it, that's the GDPR and, of course, other laws. There's the ethical dimension on should you do it, and there the constitution or the rights guide us. And then there's also the AI aspect of it, because artificial intelligence allows us to do some things and people get excited saying, oh, wow, we can do this. And then there's the freedom aspect of the citizen aspect of it as well. So what does the citizen want and how far do we go? So we can certainly address the law aspect, as you mentioned, by passing new law or overriding law in between, while it's not needed because GDPR in itself is sufficient. And we have other laws as well, like the e-privacy directive and everything else. So it's basically the balancing of things, but, you know, it's... The balance which is the most difficult whether for us as humans or uh, in terms of politicians or in terms of running countries everywhere it's about balance but balance is the most crucial and challenging aspect of life
1: yes yes of course it's quite it's not simple and it's not simple uh, any uh, activity uh, that a dpa uh, uh has to carry out because uh as a president uh, we have to consider uh each each single situation evaluating it uh, and uh, and uh, so uh considering a lot of a lot of aspects uh, and the topics and the, spe- the specific topics related to to each uh, to each case, so it's quite complicated. But we uh, we should uh, consider uh, that the correct approach uh, is is uh, is just the balance, the balance of uh, of uh, of uh, uh, the impact of the uh, the emerging technologies uh, and um, and the fundamental rights and. The, and and data protection rights so
0: yeah i think it's uh sometimes people find reasons like there were a few months back when the pandemic was not there people were talking about ai is coming along and how does gdpr fit in do we need ai law now but again people have pointed out that within gdpr if you apply the proportionality principle and in the right way you can find ways to be innovative while being compliant with the law. And I think the same principle extends now into the pandemic uh, situation.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, um, I think that uh, uh, we, we cannot dismiss from the, the GDPR, the GDPR applies. So, uh, we have uh, a lot of principles uh, laid down by the GDPR and we We have to consider them.
0: If you like this, find the full episode of Fit for Privacy podcast on iTunes or Spotify.